All right, what is going on, everybody? Welcome back to another day of Saber Sims DFS Office Hours. It is Thursday, September 14th of 2023 here. PGA teed off earlier this morning. We have a three-game MLB early slate already underway. There was a five-game MLB main slate later this evening, as well as our Thursday night football game between the Vikings and the Eagles. So plenty of DFS action coming at you all day today and then you know tomorrow's our last stream of the week rolling into the weekend plenty of dfs over the weekend if you guys are not signed up with saberson want to check us out we have a link to a five-day no strings attached free trial in the description of this video but to jump in here for those of you who are new here welcome my name is andrew i'm one of the coaches over here at saberson's the show where we go over how to use the saberson app answer any and all dfs related questions you can get your questions in one of three ways here First way, send us an email, support at sabersim.com. Second way, post it live in the YouTube chat. Third way, post it in the Office Hours channel in our Discord server. If you're not in our Discord want to get joined up, there is a link to join in the description of this video. Get access to our similar channel. See when Sims run, see when players are scratched, see when updated Sims run for that news here. Uh, get access to our individual sport channels, ask sport-specific questions, get access to other members of the community, their feedback, and other members of the SaberSim team here, and get access to our release notes channel where you can see when bugs are fixed, when new features go live, etc. here. So always a great place to be if you're trying to learn and grow as a DFS player. But with that being said, I'm going to get the app pulled up here. And uh, actually, you know, before we get kicked off, as always here, just want to remind everybody, you guys have not signed up yet and you want to participate in our weekly match challenge. It is a giveaway that we do. Uh, we've done it the last two NFL seasons here. So going on three seasons here of our max challenge, there are weekly prizes, season long prizes. All of this is free. Uh, just come to this link, use this sign up page. Follow the eligibility requirements down here at the bottom. All you got to do is upload a SaberSim avatar, max out the mini max, fill out our form, and you will be eligible for all of our prizes here. So great giveaway. Had a lot of people participate week one. So glad to see the turnout there and hoping for a good long season of the max challenge. All right, getting back to SaberSim here. Going to start with questions from the Office Hours channel in Discord. And it looks like our first question came in uh, yesterday from the Evil Empire. Question says, hey, Andrew, quick question. I didn't get a chance to ask today. I downloaded projections, and there are three columns referencing ownership. Saberson ownership, my own, and adjusted own. Can you help me understand the differences and which is the projected field ownership? Hope that made sense, and thanks. Okay, so this is actually a really good thing to cover for main slates specifically here. So I'm going to go over to this upcoming week two NFL main slate here. And the reason that I want to do this is because uh, we have all of the different ownership buckets now, right? So if you go to my own, you go to this gear icon, you can open up the Saberson ownership option here. And you're going to see that we have 13 different buckets of ownership here based on different stakes, based on different entry limit, etc. here, right? Maybe you want to download one of these specific ownerships, right? Well, the problem is that it's not in the home screen. If you go here, you're going to see stats, percentiles. Uh, you're going to see adjusted ownership. But you're not going to see all 13 buckets, right? So how do you get those values in a download format? Because a lot of people are doing things outside SaberSim and want to get access to that information. So all you need to do, go into the gear icon, click on whatever bucket you want, so maybe I want to look at the high stakes single entry ownership. So I'm going to click on that. 
the ownership values are going to get updated in this my own column. So then now the my own column will be the high stakes single entry. When you download this, it will reflect these new values. And then if you change it, say I go to, you know, low stakes single entry, and then I click download after doing that. Now the, now the column will have the low stakes single entry in it. So basically the point is, uh, this my own column, whatever bucket you set it to is what the values are going to be reflected. And then whatever values are reflected are what values will be in the CSV download. So this is the best way to download the different buckets of ownership. And then this will be ultimately your contest ownership here. So use that uh, gear icon, use that drop down, and then download, and then you should be all set. But good question. All right. Next question here from Joe. Joe said... Love that favorite lineups tab. I used to replicate this by copy and pasting three or four different build Excel downloads and then re-entering it into a master Excel file to the upload to FanDuel. Incredible feature you guys added. And then second part here says, my question is in regards to duplicate lineups in the favorites tab. I know in regular build tabs, Min Uniques prevents duplicate lineups, but in favorites tab, there is no Min Unique feature, and I have been coming across duplicate lineups from the three builds I am adding to favorites. Is there something we can do? Is it something that SaberSam may add in a later update? Thank you for all your help. Uh, I am referencing Thursday's showdown. Maybe too little of a player pool. I haven't tried on the main slate yet, but I'm sure I will run into the same problem. Okay, so good question here. Do you want to clarify this last part? So if you notice for your settings for, we'll do main slates first here. If I'm doing a single entry, you know, one to 10K entrance, my sliders are five, six, right? But then if I go to a 150 max, 50K plus, my sliders go to six, correlation, nine sim diversity. So, so there's a big change here. If I go over to a single inch, uh, a showdown like tonight, right? So if I go to uh, Thursday, I go to NFL, DraftKings, I go to this Vikings, Eagles showdown here. For the different, for the different contests, single entry, you know, one to 10K versus 150 max, 50K plus. If you guys are watching, you guys can see, but basically the sliders aren't changing. The sliders are staying at zero correlation, 10 sim diversity. And that's basically because we have determined that you're probably going to need an optimal to win all of these contests. So this zero 10 sliders are the best sliders for all of these different formats, right? So it is most likely that you get a duplicate lineup in a zero 10 build here because you're running multiple zero 10 builds for a classic slate. And when we are grouping the Sims at Sim Diversity 9 or Sim Diversity 6, it is much less likely that you get duplicates. So just want to cover that there. Uh, but basically, at the moment, there is no way to say like, hey, you know, lineup already exists in favorites. I think that's kind of a good uh, thing that we can add here. I equate that to, um, I don't know, the, the simplest idea I can think of is like, if you have like a music playlist and you go to add a song that's already in the playlist. It's like, hey, song already exists. Do you want to like skip? So I can imagine something like that for the favorites here. Uh, so let me just make a note. Anytime you guys bring up, you know, ideas, I'm happy to take them back to the team. And we always appreciate feature requests. Let us know what people are asking for, right? So I'm going to make a note. Feature request. Um, identify. Dupe lineups. 
in favorite. So definitely we'll take that back to the team, but appreciate the thought there. All right, keeping it moving. Next question here from MPKR. Question says, if I am building lineups with the recommended settings, sliders, projections, etc., running contest sims after adding it from contest menu, right-clicking and adding the contest sim, then sorting by sim ROI and picking only lineups that have plus ROI, usually 40-ish percent or higher, why do I always have a negative sim ROI when I look at the contest flashback review? Okay, good question here. This really comes down to two things, and I want to talk about how the contest sim works here. So I'm going to go to the, uh, we'll just do the Thursday to Monday. That way we could just stay on the same day and I get flipped back and forth between the Thursday to Monday classic slate and the showdown tonight. So it looks like I already have some lineups in here, which is great. We will just roll with those. And then I want to run a contest sim, right? So I'm going to go to add contest. Sim. I'm just going to use the default here. Nothing crazy. And then once this loads up, I'm going to kick this off while I chat here. So want to talk about the way the contest sim works here, right? So the way the contest sim works is that we are taking each individual lineup in your build of 5,000. We are putting that lineup into a contest with the field lineups that you select here. And then we are playing out that contest 100,000 times, 50,000 times, however many times we're doing that. And then we are returning the cash rate, the win rate, the win rate, the ROI of the lineup over the long term, the ROI standard deviation, the risk adjusted ROI, all of those metrics. We are doing that on a lineup by lineup basis here. So this top lineup that I'm looking at here is a 35% ROI. And then I have, you know, my next lineup that is a 3% ROI, right? And I'm, I'm sorting these by server score right now. I'm not sorting these by the contest sim metrics. But, but basically what I'm getting at is that, you know, when you decide to go into your lineups and say, okay, you know, I have all 5,000. I'm only playing the top 150 here and I want to sort them, well, let's say, by risk-adjusted ROI. Uh, just remember that these lineups were never in a contest together. And, and now when you go into contest flashback, say – you know, say the slate ends and then tomorrow you go into contest flashback. We are in contest flashback. We are looking at the users by, by an entire portfolio basis. So we are not looking at each lineup individually anymore. We are looking at all of your lineups. And then we are saying, Hey, how did all 150 of your lineups do together? And what was the SIM ROI of them as a whole here? Right? So so I just want to make that like one distinction there. And then the second part of it is that it's possible that the actual lineups that got played were different enough from the field lineups that we projected that that also hurt your ROI, right? So let's see if I can pull any one of these up. So I'm looking at the Thursday to Monday slate here, going to pull up this $4.20 max here. So then just, just so you guys know what I'm talking about. So on the pro and ultimate versions, you can go into contest flashback for any past slate here. So I'm looking at the week one, Thursday to Monday slate for the $4.20 max. I can come in here. I can see the actual ownerships of the players here. Uh, keep in mind, this is going to be different from the ownerships that you see on the right-hand side here. So for these lineups, these were our projected ownerships. So, you know, Washington, we had at 31%, uh, 31.2, they came in at 30.7. So that's fairly good if, if, you know, if they ask me. So then when I click over to the users tab, 
And then I sort by SIM ROI. So what we were saying is like, hey, uh, let's use let's use table stakes here, which is uh, Ben, uh, Ben dash SaberSim in the Discord here. So Ben has his 20 lineups. We're saying, hey, your your simulated ROI of your portfolio when we play out this contest 100,000 times was 156% here, right? So Ben would have um, in the in the same like doubled doubled his money, right? Or or more here, a little more than that. So like 2.5x. So that is what you are seeing with the simulated ROIs is not each individual lineup, right? If you're looking at an individual of player with one entry, that might happen. But it's probably a combo of one, the field lineups didn't come in as well here. And then two, uh, don't equate that like individual ROI to your overall portfolio ROI one-to-one there. But good question. All right, Kjo, I did follow up. It seemed like you were having more of a problem than like a question here. So I did follow up in support. Uh, Going to skip over that one right now. Looks like X Factor had a uh, second place victory. Congratulations to you. Glad you are, you know, consuming content, learning and getting better and uh, profiting at the end of the day. All right, question here from Naj. Question says... This question is for office hours, but how would you go about building a Vikings win by blowout, let's say 27 to 17? I think this is a good question. I think Saberson makes this very easy for you. So if you go to uh, the upcoming slate here, you're going to see the team totals up at the top, right, for this game. And I believe Philly is a slight favorite here. So Philly, uh, a little more in slight. So Philly projected to win 28 to 20.7 was the average team totals in our Sims here. If you want to flip this script, right, you're like, hey, I think that, you know, this game is going to go a lot different than is what is being projected, right? So what you can do, go into team stacks. We have this projected points column. Say I want to put Philly, you said at 17, and I want to put Minnesota at 27. Then I'm going to hit apply. What this is going to do, the team totals, one will be updated in the in the game up at the top. And then two, when you jump over to players here, you're going to see that all of these player projections have been updated. So what we are doing when we do this is we are basically, we have our database of Sims and we have the average score that the team scored from those Sims. So what we are going to do is we are going to start discarding Sims from the available pool to, to, to grab from here until the new team totals match what you have input. So if you want to flip the script on and said, you know, we might have to get rid of a bunch of Sims where Philly wins or where Philly scores high, get rid of some Sims where Minnesota score, scores low until we can get the team totals to be very close to your new inputs here. So it's a way of adjusting the projections without going through and adjusting each individual player. And then two here, the great thing is that you're still capturing all of the correlations here from the play-by-play sims, you're just narrowing your pool of available sims to choose from, which I think is totally fine. All right, next question here. Um, actually, Black Bomb, I had a question about snap percent, like a column for that. I did mention that I would take that back to the team as a feature request here. Going to keep it moving. Question from Timmy. Question says, I have a bunch of lineups that I hand-built. Can I use the sims against those lineups? If so, how would I do that? Good question here. So what I would do is if you are hand building the lineups in DraftKings here, what I would do is I would go to contests or you could do this on the DraftKings app, but I like to do this in the contest tab here because it makes it easy. So my contest, if I just use this download template file from DraftKings, 
this is going to, if you're signed into DraftKings, it is going to automatically download your entries for this slate. Do not upload them, but open the file here. And then when you open the file, get rid of all of the columns that, um, that, that have like contest information here. So you basically just want like the raw lineups file. So what that would look like, if I just pull this up. So you see, I have lineups here on the right-hand side. When I click save to CSV, it's going to download those. And then if I open it, what you're going to see is in the first, you know, one, two, three, four, five, six columns is the captain flex, 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 flex here. So this is all the lineup information, right? So when I, when I have this file here and I go to SaberSim, I can open up a new workspace and I can right click on it and I can click upload pool. This will allow you to upload file, uh, upload a lineups file from an outside source and then bring those lineups into SaberSim here. So I took those 20 lineups, I exported them, and then I uploaded them to SaberSim. You can see that I only have 20 lineups here. You can essentially do the same thing from DraftKings here. So if I take that lineup entry file from DraftKings, which I don't think I have one here, so it's empty, right? So what I would do is I would delete these four columns that have the entry ID. This is all the DraftKings contest information. I would delete those. I would leave the first six as the lineups here, and then these would obviously be filled out. And then I would just save this. I would exit out of it, and then I would come into SaberSim, and then I would upload pool, and then I would just select that lineup file that I just had. And then that will allow you to take the lineups that you have hand-built on DraftKings, upload them to SaberSim as a custom field essentially here, and then run a contest sim with those lineups and against the field lineups here. So that is the way that I would do that. Good question though. All right, getting SaberSim pulled back up. Next question here. Question says, when we run a contest sim, is a sim accounting for correlation in a similar way that the lineup builder does or mainly just projections? Uh, good question here. So we are not just using the average projections. We are running a slate simulation here. So think about the way that uh, we build lineups at Sim Diversity 10, where we take a single instance of each game on the slate and play that out. So we are doing the same thing, right? We are not taking a group of Sims. We are taking one game Sim from every game on the slate creating a slate simulation. And then we are creating that slate simulation, you know, 50,000 times, a hundred thousand times and playing that out. So we still capture all of the play-by-play -play correlations from the Sims there, but there is no Sim grouping, just individual Sims for each game, but good clarification. All right. Next question from D Johnson question says, is there a way to make smarter decisions on the tool by seeing live ownership rates for your slate? Uh, good question here. So my answer to this is probably no at the moment. And basically I was talking to somebody about this yesterday. So right now we have, you know, the pre-contest sim, we have the, the contest flashback, uh, kind of the next, you know, iteration there would be like live contest sims where basically the slate locks, the actual ownership is, uh, released for the players whose games have started, uh, finding a way to, you know, bring that information into the app and then use that information to run live contest sims 
would be, you know, kind of, kind of the next step from there. Right. Uh, so unless you had the ability to do that, then I don't think there's a great way of using actual ownership at the moment. Right. So in NBA season last year, what we did is we allowed ownership to update for post news here. So if like, if like you had five games on the slate and one started at lock, we would lock in the ownership for that game. And then based on additional news, we would rerun the ownership with the available pieces that are still able to be moved around. So that was like a step in that direction, right? I don't know what our plans are for NBA season coming up here, uh, but I, I do expect us to have the updating ownership after lock back for for then. So um, hopefully we can, you know, continue to improve the product from there. All right. Question from DFS here. Question says, I was wondering why there is a difference in projected ownership between classic Saber Sim and the new version. For example, Mahomes generally around 1.5% in new compared to 5% in old. This applies to all new variants of ownership. Good question. So in the old version of Saber Sim, we just had a single ownership. And then in the new Saber Sim, we have all of the uh, different ownership buckets for especially like the classic slates here, which is what you were talking about. So the old ownership ran on a different ownership engine, I guess is like the right way of putting it. And then in the new Saber Sim, because we are doing all of these buckets here, we have a different ownership engine. So it is very normal for the ownerships to be different from the classic to the new. I would say that the new ownership engine and the new Saber Sim is going to be more accurate or better overall here. So just, just a note for you guys, you know, I know some of you guys are still using the classic. So the classic is going to go away at some point here. It will not be around forever. Uh, so, you know, if you guys are in a crunch having issues and the classic feels more comfortable, I would revert back and, and use it to build lineups, but I would try to spend as much time as possible learning the new app and the new workflow and all the ins and outs. Uh, Cause frankly, you know, what, what I've been told is that we will discontinue that at some point here. But good questions here and all through the questions in the Discord, jumping over to the YouTube chat. First question I see from Stay Odd says, Hey, Andrew, I spoke briefly via help chat the other day in regards to that three, four stack team specific limitation. So in doing that, in my pool size was drastically limited from 5K to 300-ish. I believe it is in fact limiting lineup construction doing so okay so i think the question was in regards to nfl like hey i want to you know use no more than than three or four players per team here and and what i remember here is that we talked about setting a group rule so if i go to lineup rules i go to add new rule what i could do is i can go to group and i could say use or i go to automatic use no more than let's say uh four from a team here. So a four stack would be like a QB plus three or something like that group by team here, and then save this as manual. And then when you say this as manual, you can see that there is a different rule for each different team on the slate. So there are certain teams that you don't want this rule to apply for. Maybe I am okay with a four stack from a particular team here. Let's say, let's say the chargers, right? For some reason, I like the chargers. So I'm just going to delete the rule for them. So this is a good way to make exceptions, right? Or maybe you want to be even tighter for some teams, like general four, but there are some teams that I only want to three stack, maybe Minnesota, right? I think that, you know, I only want to use three for Minnesota. So I can come in here. 
I can adjust Minnesota to three. One note here is that if you adjust the rules after, it's not going to readjust the title. So maybe you want to make a note. That way, when you're scrolling through here, you can see that, hey, this rule is different for Minnesota. So manual rules are a good way to have a little bit more hand-in-the-dirt approach here and, and handle it on a case-by-case -case basis. But then once doing that, right, and I go to my build settings, and I want to uh, rebuild lineups. So I already have a lineup set. So I'm just going to hit rebuild here. It's going to get rid of all my old lineups. Give me a new set of lineups here. I'm curious to see how many lineups we generate here. But um, another option, if you didn't want to do this, would be to limit your stack exposures here. So if this doesn't end up working, we can talk about an alternative here, which is basically just if you're limiting your stack exposure, that is another way of limiting all of the available team combinations here. But looks like lineups are building here almost all the way to 5,000. So it's possible that there's some other type of restriction that you have here. Um, maybe other rules or maybe other, you know, salaries, uh, restrictions or something like that. So look at all of your rules and, and stuff like that. What I suggest doing is turning them all off, adding them in one by one, and then seeing how many lineups are generated and see which restriction is, is causing you to have that limitation. And then from there you can reevaluate, right? So, so this rule here that we just built in case, you know, maybe you built it differently here, but this is what I did. This is what it looks like. And then another option here is that if you didn't want to do that rule, I'm just going to uncheck that you can go to stack exposure and then you can uh, go down and basically uncheck all of the stacks that you don't want. Maybe you don't want, QB plus four or greater, right? So then I would just uncheck all of these rebuild lineups and then that would be another way to do that here. So a couple options for you, check those out. All right, question here says, is there any way to simulate... Okay, I'm a little confused here. Is there any way... It looks like you're saying simulate two stochastics to see live ownership here. Um, so, so we did talk about a little bit about live ownership here at the moment, like at the moment, live ownership is not being pulled in to the slates as they are ongoing and it's only being pulled in after the slates are done in contest flashback. So just to walk through that one more time, go to an old slate here. Remember you have to be on the pro or ultimate plans here, but I'm going to go to the Thursday to Monday from last week. Say I'm, you know, getting ready for the Thursday to Monday this week. I want to go see what happened last week. For whatever reason, right? I'm gonna pull up that four dollar twenty max that we were talking about. These are my contests, all contests, contest size four dollar twenty max. Click on the review icon, and then once this gets loaded up, I can open up this players tab here. I'm gonna close the contest and then see the actual ownership of the players from the contest here. But this is only after the slate ends. All right, getting back to this week here. Uh, stay out, but just following up. Okay. So was there any way to see live ownership? So no, not while the slate is ongoing here. And then stay out said, Hmm, interesting. Thank you. Uh, it could be my player exposure settings. I will double check. Yeah, no. Uh, and if you're having any more trouble with that, don't hesitate to reach back out to our support team, but that about does it here. We are all caught up with questions at the moment. Appreciate everybody 
tuning in uh, tomorrow, thir- uh, Friday, last show of the week, 2 p.m. Eastern. If you guys have questions ahead of the weekend, ahead of MMA, ahead of NASCAR, ahead of football, tomorrow is the day to get those questions in and get those questions answered. So until tomorrow, if you guys are building lineups throughout the day, question pops in your head, drop it in the upcoming stream link, drop it in the Office Hours channel. Have, um, looking forward to a nice, solid Friday show here. But until then, take care. Good luck in your contest. I will see you all. Thanks. Bye.